So, just left off here, and those guys are hunting them down. Into the wild. Thank you, Aragorn. All right. Um, so a couple metaphor things. If you want to think back to yesterday when we did Bree, <coughs> anybody remember some takeaways? Things that we can pull into our lives from Bree. Yeah. So we just I just showed you the video clip from Bree with the prancing pony and Aragorn and getting attacked. What are some maybe, how can we apply some of those things to our lives in our journey? Anybody here ever have an accident that they almost died in? Nobody, I have, a few of you. Yeah, you're still here, you didn't die there, right? Frodo had an accident. Good idea or bad idea to play with the ring? Yeah, bad idea. In the book, he's half drunk dancing on a table. Good idea or bad idea? Yeah, bad idea. Now, he didn't intentionally put it on. On Weathertop, he does. Here, it was an accident. Oops. But he almost dies, right? Does this stuff happen on our journeys? Yeah, right? I've had a few of those, actually. I'm glad I'm still here. God spared me, right? Um, so I think there's that. He just had, he had an accident. He slipped into the Shadowlands there, so he got a chance to see the enemy a little bit. So sometimes our accidents allow us to see that. Um, but he just, he made a bad choice, and it almost cost him the whole thing. Powerful metaphor opportunity there. Where often we make bad choices, often we're spared from those bad choices, as Frodo was. Uh, who's Aragorn? The king, right? Uh, I think this is really cool. Tolkien, for the Lord of the Rings metaphor, has Frodo invite the king of Gondor, the king of Middle-earth, to come on the journey. So the king joins them on their journey. Anybody catch the metaphor? <laughs> Not even subtle, is it? Have you, are you on your journey with the king? Yes or no? Like It's almost that straightforward. That's kind of cool. They almost reject him, though. So be careful that you don't reject Jesus. You don't know what he's going to show up looking like on your journey. Right? But he's there to help. He's trustworthy. They have to learn to trust Aragorn. Um, when Frodo looks at Gollum, who does he see? Himself. himself, if he gives into the ring. When Aragorn looks at a ring wraith, who does he see? Himself, if he gives into the ring. That's called a doppelganger in literature, but often in these big epic adventures, you'll see your opposite, right? It's that shadow concept. It's the great divorce concept. It's your dead self. Aragorn literally gets to see his dead self. Frodo gets to see what he would be in his dead self, his dead hobbit self. I wonder what it would be like for you or me if we got to see our dead selves. If that would motivate us at all to resist temptation more and more. Um, Aragorn saves them, so I think that's part of the story. They'll never stop hunting you. I think we talked about that yesterday, is that we have to deal with this stuff. For our whole lives, so 
Just making sure we're catching what we can catch from Bree. Thoughts, questions, or comments on that? Okay, we have to change plans. That often happens on the journey. You have to change your plans. Do you just give up when Gandalf doesn't show up? No, it's the epic adventure. You gotta keep going, right? Well, let's do it. Um, from Bree, they go to Weathertop. They hike through the wild. They throw apples on him. He sings a song about the girl. He's destroying trees, and they get to Weathertop. Okay, so if we're following the journey, Frodo starts in the upper left-hand corner. He goes about two inches over here to Bree, and then he goes up to Weathertop. Rivendell is where we're trying to get to, which is the mountain range over there. Okay, that's where Elrond is. We're gonna watch this one. It's pretty intense, pretty loud. There's, gets stabbed, right? Um, again, look for metaphor opportunities. There's some great opportunities, and there's some really powerful symbols here. For example, Aragorn fights the Ringwraith with a sword, sword of the spirit, word of God, but also with what? Fire, Holy Spirit, right? Power. So it's kind of cool that he's got both of those to fight this shadow. Watchtower of you can turn the lights off. We should rest here tonight. They had to get weapons. Keep them close. Right, so in the book, they get those from Bombadil, but there's no Bombadil in the movies. Stay here. What are you doing? Tomatoes and sausages, nice crispy bacon. We'll save some.
his guilty evil. He needs Elvish medicine. Messenger Moth, so yay for Messenger Moth. Making new orcs, and then there's the trolls, and then she shows up, which is awesome. Right, but there's that wound, and he needs help, right? I love this. Then we get the helicopter shot of her running off to Rivendell. So we'll turn the lights on just for a few minutes. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. We gotta get a switch over here. That's connected. Anybody see anything? Connections here? Application opportunities from that scene on the journey. I know you guys see stuff. How about that? Maybe I should rephrase my question. Is anybody willing to share what they see in this scene? How's that? There you go. No? Yeah. <coughs> I love that. I love that, right? I mean, Aragorn even admits this is beyond my skill. Like, I can't do this. So he gets wounded. If he doesn't take care of this wound, what will happen to him? Yeah, he'll die. But really, what if they oh, they wounded him so that he turns into a ring wraith, so he doesn't die fully, so they can take him back to Sauron to be tortured and everything. And basically, he's off the quest, and he will turn into a ring wraith, a little hobbit wraith, right? We can't always fix the wound ourselves. We maybe need to go get help. Yeah? I wonder how many of us have done it. I actually, in my mind, there are so many Wheaton Academy students walking around with gaping, pussy, infected wounds. Thinking that it'll just go away, or I'll just get through high school, and then I'll deal with it later. You're wounded. What is Tolkien saying you need to do? You need to find some help fast. You need to get help. Get to CDH. Go get therapy. Go get a counselor. Go talk to your youth pastor or your whoever. Go get help, right? The wound happened. Let's deal, let's deal with it. And you often can't deal with it yourself, right? Especially some of the spiritual ones. It can be really deep. Other things that we can pull off of this, yeah. That like even when you're like under a lot of pressure and like need some like safety or rescuing, like that's going to the sin to find that relief won't really won't do it. It'll maybe suspend it for a couple minutes. <coughs> But it'll still they'll still be able to get you on a spiritual level. Yeah. Makes it makes it worse. Makes it worse. Yeah. I love that moment. The ring is evil. Gandalf said don't use it. So A, he disobeys. But but B, motivation, he's trying to hide. But that actually made it what? Worse. Anybody notice that? That when you try to hide what you're doing, it makes it worse? You try to hide the cheating, you try to hide the lie, you try to hide the porn, you try to hide the stuff. It makes it harder to fight it off, 
when you're hiding it. Mm -hmm. I, I, right? <laughs> I think it's interesting. We think that the lie to cover something up. We think that hiding it or getting behind our shame or using evil to deal with evil will be better than dealing with it, right? I think that's a powerful metaphor that Tolkien offers us. It's really great. What else? Yeah. I was going to say, like, it brings up the idea that, like, the king isn't necessarily always, like, a peacekeeper. Yeah. Like, he knows your battles there, why he can't fire. Yeah. I love that. Jesus flipped over tables, and he actually made a whip. Made one. I doubt it was decoration, right? Like, he he's not... He actually said, I didn't come to bring peace. I came to bring a sword at one point. You're like, if you can't handle paradox, you're going to be so confused with Jesus. <laughs> He's a king with a kingdom. There are enemies. He deals with them, right? I think that's great. He throws the torch in the dude's face. You know, like, bring it, Aragorn. I'm so glad he did. I want him to be ruthless with the enemies of the kingdom, which makes me not want to be an enemy of the kingdom. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um, when he like threw down the sword, kind of in fear, I guess, but kind of shows that he thought the sword was defensive. Yeah, I think that's. I love that that you cut that detail. He dropped his sword to use the ring. No, no, no. Keep the sword at the very least, right? The ring's not going to help you here. And he dropped his sword. He didn't have his defense. I'll be saying it a whole bunch. It's one thing to have a sword. It's another to know how to use it. It's also another how to know how to use it well, right? At least use it, right? At least try. Cool. Um, Frodo screwed up, and he got wounded. Does that happen on our journeys? Yeah, like, I mean, I'll raise my hand. I've messed up a bunch, and I've hurt myself messing up, right? Like, this just happens, right? Does that mean I need to just give up? No, it's part of the journey. I mean, if no one's told you yet, you're gonna screw up at some point, right? I'm not being mean, I'm just saying, you're gonna screw up. The better thing is to be prepared for when you screwed up so that you can navigate it, handle it, and keep going on your journey, right? Fair enough? It happens. Decisions are hard to make. It's hard to make the right one all the time. Sometimes we don't know which one is the right one. Part of the journey. Well, let me do this. I actually love this scene for the metaphor opportunity of it. This is why we don't want to use allegory. Uh, applicability is really fabulous here. And for some of you, this is going to be really fruitful in the stories that you're looking at because you've got authors who can do this like Tolkien is doing it. Frodo gets wounded. It's an important part of the journey. You can look at it this way. This hobbit disobeyed Gandalf, made a bad choice, and then got stabbed. Whose fault is that? Not that we have to blame people, but whose fault is it? It's Frodo's fault. Like, he, he shouldn't have done that, right? So on some level, what does Frodo need to do? Take responsibility, get the help, move on. Forgive himself. Some of you have screwed up, and you've hurt yourself and maybe even the people around you, and what do you need to do? Really blunt, what do you need to do? Forgive yourself. Say you're sorry to the people you hurt. Get help to get healed, and move on with your life. <coughs>
keep going, right? Learn from it. Don't put the ring on again. Move on. Fair enough? It's just part of, that's why we want to make it a journey. It's not the end when you screw up. It's part of the journey. How about this one, though? Can Frodo fight ring rates? Can he fight five ring rates? No. Seriously, can he do it? No way. Is this his fault? No way. Where was Aragorn? Yeah, he was out looking for them, so he wasn't ne neglecting his job. He was out hunting for them. But they, they did a sneak attack and got Frodo. Frodo can't fight ring rates. Is this his fault? Come on, is this his fault? No, no way, right? Not that we have to blame Aragorn, but what about some of you who have been bad, like bad wound? Because the people who were supposed to be protecting you weren't there. You were vulnerable. Maybe it was sexual abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, spiritual abuse. And mom and dad weren't there. Grandma wasn't there. Uncle wasn't there. The youth pastor wasn't there. And does this stuff happen on our journey? Come on, does it? Yeah. I mean, guys, 40% of you, according to the stats, 40% in the room right now have been sexually abused. Those are the stats. We don't need to hide from this stuff. If you've been hurt. What is Tolkien saying? Go get what? Go get help. Don't go off to college wounded thinking that you'll deal with it later. Go <coughs> get help. Is there help available? Yes. Are there Rivendells available? Is there therapy available? Send to page hospital. There's tons of stuff available for you. You've got this massive gaping wound. Maybe it was even your protector hurt you. Even worse, right? Oh, it's so hard. That's not your, you gotta need to have someone tell you that was not your fault. There's no way that a six-year-old can fight off whatever happened, or a three-year-old. No way, it's not your fault. But, but does this stuff happen, you guys? Come on, yes. So what do we need to do with our wounds? Go get help get on the back of a horse and run as fast as you can maybe finish your finals and then go do it I don't know do it over Christmas break use the whole next six months before you go to college to get some good help some healing right I have so much respect for kids who step out of Wheaton Academy for a few months to go deal with their wounds it's awesome do it now right and don't ever begrudge anybody for stepping off the journey for a few months to go get help. And maybe you need to apologize if you've done that in the past few years with some of your peers who've gone to get help from wounds. Many of them, not their fault at all. Right? Fair enough? Can we see the layers here? What's another layer in this one? Who screwed up? They lit a fire on the side of a mountain. Like, come on, who screwed up? Their friends screwed up. And then who got hurt? Frodo. Frodo. Does that happen? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, you're in the back seat. Somebody's <coughs> texting while driving. And you're the one with two broken legs because of the accident? Was that your fault? No. I mean, you probably should have told them to stop texting, but that's hard to do, I know. But do friends screw up and you get hurt? Mm -hmm. Yeah, what do you need to do? Yeah, forgive, 
get help and keep going on your quest. Like, either way, whatever the wound is, what is Tolkien saying you got to do with your wound? Forgive, go get help, and get back on the quest, right? Here's the thing. It, with some of these wounds, if you break your knee, you know what, go get help, move on. But with some of these wounds, if you don't get help, you will not be able to continue your quest. The wound will so distract you, so warp your perspective of the journey, that you won't be able to do it. I mean, Luke Skywalker gets his hand chopped off by his dad. <gasps> Spoiler alert, sorry. Oh wait, that was 30 years ago. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, that's a big wound. What does he do? He gets, he gets help, right? I mean, his own dad wounded him. No wonder these movies are so popular. The father wound is a popular wound. Uh, does anybody know Lexi Youngberg? The Lexi Youngberg story? I had her in class. We watched this scene. We tried to make connections. Guess which connection Lexi Youngberg made? They had to use Lord of the Rings back then. She's on a jet ski. Uh, the friend is driving. The other friends are not being wise with the boat. There's a huge accident. She was just in the back of a jet ski. Her friends screwed up, right? She was part of the judgment in that, but really, it wasn't her direct fault. But she lost her leg, right? Lost her leg below the knee. Brutal. She almost dies. She's rescued by this really cool dude, right? She ends up in the hospital with a, half her leg gone. Right? Lexi Youngberg sat in class and shared with us when I was doing the metaphor thing, Mr. D, I realized that, yeah, I almost died. I had made a bad decision as well. I lost my leg. I got healing. I went to the hospital. I got emotional healing because I needed that. I got spiritual help because I needed that. And I'm going off to college now and I'm training for the Olympics because I'm going to move on with my life and my journey, right? Right? She didn't, for her, she wasn't taken off the quest. It was, was, look at her now. Like, if you look at her map now, that would be a part of her journey. Does that make sense? But she kept going. There's other parts and other hard things and other gifts and wounds and part of the journey. Fair enough? Thoughts, questions, comments on that one. I come on strong with that because why not? Right? Wounds happen. We hurt each other. Our friends hurt us. Parents hurt us. You guys have resources to go to. We're going to watch this scene. I love the helicopter shot of this scene where he is on this horse with Eowyn. Sorry, Arwen. He's on this horse with Arwen, and they are booking it to go get help, going as fast as they can to get Frodo the help he needs. Get the metaphor. Figure it out. If you need help getting help, I'll help you get help. It's only way, the only reason I'm here is because I've gotten help. A lot you'll get nine years of therapy and lots of other help, right? Like it's a journey. Good stuff. Cheers, right? Onward and upward. Thank you, Tolkien. Um, let's watch this scene uh, where he goes across the ford at Rivendell. It's a great scene. Um, I'll pause it for just a quick, cool lesson. Um, if you want to.
comments. Don't do that. Uh, we'll watch that. And then I'm going to let Rivendell roll so that you guys can look for connections during the Rivendell scene for the journey on that. We'll do another pause on that. And then I have a lesson to end class. So. Questions on Weathertop? Keep going. <coughs> Wait, real quick. I missed, almost missed it. Anybody notice the wounding in their journey? Remember, they could be emotional, spiritual, physical, social, social wound. In, in the one that you're studying, not your personal one, but the one that you're, the story that you're studying. Like Batman or whatever. I, mean, I already told you Luke. Who's got one? Yeah. Holy cow, right? What the heck? <laughs> How'd she do that? That's a great story, isn't it? Oh, so good. That mom is messed up. <sighs> okay, what else? Thank you for that one. Who's got another one? How about uh, Frozen? Little Anna gets the little like hair thingy, right? Wounded <coughs> by her own sister. Sisters would never do that, right? Or would they? Or would they? Come on, one or two more. Let's go. What other wounds do we see in the stories? Nemo. When the, all the eggs are eaten except for... He's a little gimpy fin. Yeah. So dad gets the emotional wound. Moms get eaten and lose so many eggs. But little Nemo gets wounded as he's being born. Yeah. It wasn't his fault either. wasn't his fault. And who's going to protect him against a barracuda, right? So it's not his fault. He gets past his wound. He's a brave little fish. Come on, one more. Batman gets his back. Oh, eh. Backman. Oh, my bad. Batman gets his back broken, man. Holy cow. That's huge. It takes him a while for that one to recover, doesn't it? It takes a little while. Yeah. Um, like when Simba and Lion King gets like trampled by the little beast. Yeah. And then his dad like dies. Yeah. There's a huge wound there because he blames himself for that. And then the trampling probably didn't help either. So... Yeah, it's good. Cool. We see how this works. How about Elf? Who's doing Elf? Does he have? There's a wound in there, isn't there? What's his wound? Oh yes, the father wound. Totally. Ouch. That's yeah. Also, none of the elves really like him. Yeah, well, yeah. That's he gets, well, he gets bullied when he's a little. He's not a little elf. He's a big, that was my a big least little elf. Scene where he like goes cries in that little bathroom. Yeah, I know. It's so like, sad. Oh Cheers. Run! Look at that. That's awesome. That's how fast you're supposed to go to get your help and healing, everybody. <laughs> and why not have an elf take you? I mean, come on. You know why they put uh, Arwen in the movie? So all the junior high boys were like, oh, I'll pay my 10 bucks to go watch that.
That's awesome. Joseph Shuffle, when Sin is hunting you down. Biblical connection. Moses. Welcome to the Matrix, Frodo. No. <laughs> Mr. Anderson. Alright, we made it. You are in the house of Elrond. And it is 10 o'clock in the morning on October the 24th, if you want to know. Hmm, nice. Gandalf. Yes. There he is. That's a nice place to go get healing. Um, lots of things you could do with that passing of the Ford. Oh, look at thank you. Look at the love right there. Uh, the passing of the Ford. Um, I just want a quick pause to do the from the text in the actual book. Tolkien writes it a little differently. <coughs> he has Glorfindel come, this amazing warrior elf, uh, come out to help them. He's been fighting, it's on his resume, he's been fighting Nazgul for thousands of years, right? So he's, that's, he's legit. Um, his horse is the one of two horses that can outrun the Nazgul. The only other one is Shadowfax, which is Gandalf's horse. And uh, Glorfindel is willing to give Frodo his horse, which I think is pretty cool. Sometimes 
your part in someone else's journey, lend them your bike. Give them a car. <laughs> just helping someone out. Give them a lunch ticket today. You know, like maybe you're you're just gonna help one little part. But for this, it's essential. Without that horse, they wouldn't have made it. So Frodo's on the back of this horse by himself. Oh wait, I can just grab my sword over here. There you go. So Frodo is on the back of this horse and he rides quick as he can, right? On this horse, he's holding on. And I love this. In the book, you're gonna see a whole bunch of these in the book. Um, there's a great Moana moment at the end of the, I don't want to spoiler alert that, but where she turns and she faces. But Frodo gets to a safe place, that's the key. He's in Rivendell, <coughs> he crossed the ford. He gets to a safe place, and then what does he do with all these ringwraiths? He turns, and he faces them. I don't know if you've done that yet. It's one thing to run for, do the Joseph Shuffle, right? Potiphar's wife, you gotta do what? Book it, you gotta run. We are told to flee from evil, flee from sin. So you gotta run from sin. But uh, do you wanna spend your whole life just running away from all this stuff? Yes, and now, at some point, what can you do? Yeah, greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. You're a citizen of the kingdom. Nothing can separate, separate you from, his, from God's love. I love this. Frodo, right, turns, faces them, and says, go back. Go back to the land of shadow. You shall have neither the ring nor me. And then plop, he falls off the horse on the ground. Like, but at least he did what? He turns and faces. Have you done that yet? I think you guys are there. I've been teaching my kids to do it. Get off my back, <coughs> right? Like telling Satan, his minions, those lies, that temptation to its face. Get out of my face. Get off my back. You shall have neither me, right, nor the truth. Right? You can't touch me. In the name of Jesus, go away. Like you have, you're not a victim. You've been redeemed. You've been made new in Christ. Yes, get other people to pray for you. But at some point, when are you going to grab your sword and face the enemy, knowing who you are in Christ? Tell him to back off, right? Right? Can I get an amen? I don't know. <laughs> right? Like at some point, say, get out of my face, right? He tried to get Jesus to his face, and what did Jesus do? He used scripture, he told him to go away, and what did the dude have to do? Go away. Right? We good? I love that moment. You're going to see it tomorrow or Friday. Gandalf turns and faces the Balrog. You'll see Eowyn. Eowyn turns and faces the Lord of the Nazgul. Aragorn rides to the Black Gate and faces Sauron. Or faces his eye. I don't know. <laughs> Looks at the eye in the eye. <laughs> right? But, but there's something about turning and facing the enemy. Questions, thoughts, comments? Cool. I have a hunch it's in most of your journeys. 
right? Luke even, sorry, Yoda even tells Luke, you need to go face Vader. You got to go do it. He's like, no, I don't want to. He's like, yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> he ends up having to do it because he needed to. All right, let's watch a little bit of Rivendell. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that's cool. Let's just watch this for a little bit. What is this place like, right? A few more hours and they would have been on our head. You have some strength in you. What happened, Gandalf? Why didn't you meet us? Oh, I'm sorry. I was delayed. Friendship is not One hill turned deserves another. It is over. Embrace the power of the ring, or embrace your own destruction. There is only one Lord of the Ring. Only one. Rivendell would make a great church setting. Fire going all the time. Praise and worship songs to Ilvatar all the time. <coughs> Wise counsel. You get to find out your identity and quest. You get help for your quest. Maps. This would be a great concept for a hospital or even a school, right? Making Wheaton Academy more like this concept of a Rivendell. You gotta have something like Rivendell on your journey. There and back again. A hobbit's tale by Bilbo Baggins. <coughs> I meant to go back. One of the paths of Mirkwood. Is it like town? 
see the Lonely Mountain again. That age, it seems, has finally caught up with me. There's Bilbo's journey, right? His quest. I miss the Shire. I spent all my childhood pretending I was off somewhere else. Off with you on one of your adventures. My own adventure turned out to be quite different. Yeah. I'm not like you, Bill. to see the old sand. I do. More than anything. I did. It's just... We did what Gandalf wanted, didn't we? We got the ring this far from Vendel, and I thought... Seems how you're on the mend. We'd be off soon. Off home. You're right, Sam. We did what we set out to do. The ring will be safe in Rivendell. I am ready to go home. His strength returns. It will do another fully heal. You will carry it the rest of his life. And yet, to have come so far, still bearing the ring, the Hobbit has shown extraordinary resilience to its evil. It is a burden he should never have had to bear. We can ask him. Gandalf, the enemy is moving. Sauron's forces are massing in the east. His eye is fixed on Rivendell. And Saruman, you tell me, has betrayed us. Our list of allies grows thin. His treachery runs deeper than you know. A Falcart Saruman has crossed orcs with goblin men. He's breeding an army in the caverns of Isengard. An army that can move in sunlight and cover great distance at speed. Solomon is coming for the ring. This evil cannot be concealed by the power of the elves. We do not have the strength to fight both Mordor and Isengard. Gandalf, the ring cannot stay here. Best fighters, if not the best fighter in all of Middle-earth. Powerful warrior. Legolas, a prince. An this elf prince. Gimli. They must decide a dwarf prince. The time of the elves is over. My people are leaving these shores. Who will you look to when we've gone? The dwarves? They hide in their mountains seeking riches. They care nothing for the troubles of others. It is in men we misplace our hope. Men? Men are wicked. Nah. The race of men is failing. The blood of Numenor is all but... Yeah, and then he talks about he was there, which is so cool. Imagine being 3,000 years old. Right? He was there when he saw that, and then the chance to destroy the ring. Did he do it? Um, nope. 
right? Power, greed. And we get this little tension between Boromir and Aragorn, right? Boromir is a steward of Aragorn's castle and kingdom, right? Which shows something about stewardship. It's its whole own lesson, right? We are but what for God? Stewards of his kingdom. He will be coming back, right? There's the blade that's still sharp, all right? Oh, can you feel the love tonight? All right, they're going to smooch on the bridge. Should we watch the bridge smooching? Nah, we'll save that for swearing. Wait, oh, come on. Uh, all right, so here we go. Um, You've been summoned here to answer the threat. Ah, that's the smooching. I didn't want to go there. Okay, wanted to get us to this part. Um, you're welcome to keep working, but I kind of want to pull you into a lesson. we got a half hour to do this final lesson. If I could dare say this is one of the main lessons of the entire curriculum, it culminates and points to this moment. And Lord of the Rings is fabulous for it. And it's great to have the visual aid of the movie, right? Um, Luke Howard wanted to paint something for my room. And I said, well, I try to envision my room as Rivendell. I, I want my room to feel like the Council of Elrond. I want my students to come to my classroom to be sitting around the table thinking, how can I get involved in the epic quest? How can I use my bow or my axe or my whatever to be part of this journey? So here we are, first time ever, I finally have my room set up like Knights of the Round Table, like a council table. And Howard made our backdrop for us right there. We've actually got it's meant to feel like we're sitting on the porch, right, of Rivendell for this lesson and for this scene. Fair enough? Everything okay? Mm -hmm. can, we, can we all get in on the joke or? No. Oh, okay then. Well, bring it in. <coughs> all right, so here we go. Listen to the language of this. Um, You've been summoned here to answer the threat of Would you mind? Middle-earth stands this on the brink of destruction. Okay. Yeah. None can escape it. You will unite or you will fall. Each race is bound to this fate, this one doof. <coughs> Bring forth the ring. Frodo. Missed my pause. Bummer. Got it. Okay. Well, you got the fingers in it, but whatever. Okay. There's the ring. If you know Lord of the Rings, hopefully you watched the movie. At least you got some sense of what's going on. Right? Maybe you've watched all of them or read the books even. Highly recommend the books. They're fabulous. In the movie, they've got this ring. They take it to the hot lava monster and they throw it in the mountain. And what happens to the evil, the power of evil in the world? It diminishes, which is really sweet, right? Sauron loses his power. So Sauron's power, Sauron's reign of shadow diminishes greatly, if not gone. Wouldn't that be nice? They, they go on a big journey. I think it's about a 14 month journey. So I think of just over a year, right? 
and they do it. I want you to think of how this can point to our story. Wouldn't it be nice if I was like, okay, Raven, bring forth the ring, Raven. He brings out the ring. There we go. Nice job getting it here. So all we gotta do is go down to West Chicago, to the Crusher, right, in West Chicago, and we take this ring in there, we throw it in the Crusher, they crush it, and all of the power of Satan diminishes on planet Earth. Wouldn't that be sweet? Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Let's do it. Anybody who would do it? I would. We'd do it, we could do it at lunch today. That'd be uh, awesome. I gotta check right? my schedule, buddy. Yeah, check your schedule. Is that, I mean, is that the metaphor for us? Is that what we have to do? No. So what does this ring represent? Gandalf's gonna talk about it here. I'm gonna let it roll for a few more minutes and then stop it again. In the meantime, I want you to think about in that, that ring right there, if they don't destroy it, it and the powers behind it will destroy them. If they don't destroy the ring, it will destroy them. What is it for your family? If your family doesn't deal with this issue, it's going to destroy your family. What is it for you personally? I'd like you to think about that, but that's not this lesson, actually. Here's what I want to know. If Weedon Academy doesn't deal with this issue, it's going to destroy our school. And there's about three or four that I'm aware of. I'm sure you know some as well. What about, what about Illinois? <laughs> we got some stuff that we better take care of soon. What about our country? If our country does not deal with these issues, what's going to happen to the United States of America? And, and to, be, to be really blunt, are there some issues that if we don't take care of in our country, what's going to happen? Yeah, you guys, Greece did not deal with the lying and cheating in their government. The government went belly up in Greece. Like it actually folded. That's a huge deal. Now, other countries help them out, and they're navigating it. But like countries can collapse. They can end. It can happen. How are we doing, by the way? Uh, right? I have a hunch that if we don't deal with this stuff in North Korea, if we don't deal with that, there could be some huge consequences. Because if we don't deal with corporate greed and corruption and sustainability issues on planet Earth, what is happening to our planet, literally? Like, not a joke. Yeah, it's, it's not cool, right? Like, are th I'm not trying to be doom and gloom. I'm just saying, are there things in our world that if we don't deal with it, it's going to destroy us? Yeah, there are. And then for you guys, it could happen in your lifetime. That's, that's the, see, we're on an exponential scale with some of this stuff. And it's, we're starting to hit up here with some of this, the magnitude of this stuff. I'll give you two to chew on. When I was in high school, porn industry was growing. It was big. It was a pain in the butt. Sexuality issues in our country were not great, right? But it was like you had to find a magazine, right? 
How's the porn industry doing in America right now? Huh? Yes, it's 25 years. 25. That's it. That's it. In 25 years, what has happened for you guys that you have to deal with in your high school journey? It's crazy, isn't it? Imagine. Wait, imagine what it'll be like for your kids if we don't deal with this. Very real issue. What's it going to be like? See what's going on? If we don't destroy the lust problem in our country, it's going to do what? It's going to destroy our culture, right? Is that distracting us or is that adding to what we're doing? I'm adding. Excellent. Great. Good, good, good. All right. Keep going. Let me play. I want you to start thinking about what are rings that we have to take care of in our world. All right? It is true, Mr. D. You're right, Mr. D. There are things to destroy. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Bormer. choice. 
That's not a choice. <laughs> what are we waiting for? destroyed Gimli, son of Gloy, by any craft that we here possess. The ring was made in the fires of Mount Doom. Only there can it be unmade. It must be taken deep into Mordor and cast back into the fiery chasm from whence it came. Yeah. One of you must do this. I love this. Peter Jackson took a risk. He's looking where? You're not supposed to do that. Where is he looking? Right. He's breaking the, what is it, fourth wall, fifth wall, fourth wall, the eighth wall? He's breaking it. He's looking right at the audience in the theater. He's looking at who, you guys? You guys. Who's going to do it? See, this is why we're doing it at the end of this. It's not about homework. This isn't about a grade. What are some of these rings in our world that need to be destroyed, you guys? I, mean, I think of abortion is growing and growing and getting greater and greater. But can we just, the way to solve the abortion issue is just to go blow up abortion clinics? Does that work? See, like, give us like, we'll just, we'll just use force and chop it up. Does that do it? Yeah, but guess what? People would still do what? They'd still do what? No, I'm being serious. They would still, they'd still, they'd still do abortion. <coughs> the, old, the, re, the way that abortions will stop is when people what? Stop wanting to do them. Porn will go away when we get to the heart. See, it's got to be destroyed at the source. Porn will stop when people stop what? Want to look at it. There'll be no more porn. Right? Greed will stop when people's hearts change. Easier hard, by the way. <coughs> yeah, this is overwhelming. It, it should feel overwhelming. So what are some other ones? I just listed a few. What are some few other rings that you guys can identify with for your generation right now? Not in the movie and not just theoretical. Actual real things that if we don't take care of this stuff in our microcultures that we live in or the macro global culture, it's got, you guys are going to have to deal with it. In 25 years, what are you going to have to deal with? Anybody? Oh, this is the Council of Elrond. We're here. I'm talking about your <coughs> lives. Your lives. Your future. What do we got to deal with, guys? Not theoretical. For real. Yeah. Narcissism, self-worth. Okay, identity stuff. I think that's huge. How are we going to help people understand their true identity in Christ and to deal with the narcissism that's crazy out of control in our culture? The self-focusedness. How about this, the, the, the abuse of the cell phone issue? Right? Okay, so who's got it? Ready? Who's got it? Nobody? Nobody's going to help destroy that issue, take care of that issue? I guess I can go to St. Francis. You think I'm joking. If at one of the best high schools in the country, with the seniors, 
if you aren't going to deal with this in your world, who is? How are the adults doing, by the way? Not too good. Yeah, so who's going to do it? I'm, I'm, I'm real, if you're not going to do it, fine, I'll ask the other classes. Is anybody in this room going to take on that issue? Okay, let's do another one then. What's another issue that we need to do? I'll find someone else to work on that other one. Huh? Yeah, the drug abuse is crazy. Opioids are hitting the news all over the place. The hospitals are getting flooded with the opioid addiction. Am I saying op How do you say it? Opioid. What? Opioid. Am I saying it right? Yeah. It sounds weird. It sounds like onomatopoeia. All right. <laughs> opioid, it's out of control. Drug abuse. Math. Right? Okay, so who's got it? You got it? We got two, three, four. Okay, you guys got this, right? Now, easy or hard? hard. Super hard. But if we don't deal with it, is it going to go away? <laughs> That's what Gandalf's saying. He's like, we're going to start having to deal with this here and now. I think, like, the sex abuse stuff is hitting the news big time, right? If we don't deal with this, uh, here's the irony of it. That's already creeping into the churches, isn't it? Yeah, he's saying we're going to be all talking the language of Mordor around here soon because it's going to creep right into Rivendell. This is already in the churches, isn't it? Ah, corporate greed is already in the churches. It's like, no, 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 it's, we've already busted in. Ah! Cool, thanks, guys. Nice work. Have fun. What are some other ones? Who wants to take on the porn industry? Anybody? You got it? Cool. Let's take that thing down. How about sex trafficking? I hate sex trafficking. Anybody got it? We got a few out here. Take on sex trafficking. I think I think some of you, like, thanks for raising your hand. I know that that feels a little, tr no, I'm like, at some point, when are you going to grab an issue and start doing what? Doing something about the evil in our world. It's destroying the kingdom and destroying God's children, right? I love it. Uh, Sarah Ollie, uh, she was an Ollie who went to school here. She graduated Wheaton Academy and was so fed up with sex trafficking that she started to take on the issue. She built a company. She goes over there. It's called Hand and Cloth. I don't know if anybody's heard of it. It's amazing. Go look it up. Buy their stuff. She helps people come out of sex trafficking by getting them sewing machines and giving them jobs and then selling their stuff for them. It's amazing. She was a Wheat Academy student. And it's incredible to watch her fight that awful issue. Now, can she do it herself? No. And is it overwhelming? Yeah, you, you, you should be raising your hand like, what did I just sign up for? This is crazy, right? Because is it? Taking on corporate greed and political corruption, pornography, sex trafficking, it's a huge issue. Poverty, these are huge issues. I think the uh, sustainability and ethical use of materials and supplies in our world, we're destroying our planet. It's like, ah, somebody, anybody want to help with that one? Ah, right? I'm doing my best to take on grace and grace abuse and religious spirit, like, right? Find something that you can grab a hold of, right? We good? Are we catching the metaphor? Cool. Now, I intentionally have 15 more minutes, so we're not done. All right? But I wanted to make sure that we realize there are very real issues that are epic and huge 
that we need supernatural strength to deal with, right? Just like these guys, except in our own bit. I love it. Awkward pause. There's that meme. It's black gates guarded by more than just orcs. Yeah, easy or hard, you guys? There is evil there that does not sleep. You just walk into the sex traffic industry and like, oh, give me all the kids. No, it's hard. It is a barren wasteland, riddled with fire, ash, dust. You could die. The air you breathe, it's a poisonous fuel. Not with 10,000 men could you do this. It is folly. Have you heard nothing Lord Elrond has said? The ring must be destroyed. And I suppose you think you're the one to do it. And if we fail, what then? What happens when Sauron takes back what is his? I will be dead before I see the ring in the hands of an elf. Yeah, see, who's sick of the adults and the denominations and the politicians arguing about how to deal with this stuff, right? The enemy laughs at us when we fight each other instead of what? The enemy. Is some of you in the quiet of my classroom? I'll take it. I'll do it. Does Frodo have any clue what he's doing, really? Does he even know where Mordor is? Does he have funding and backing? Does he have any money, actually? Maybe a little, right? He's got a sword and some money. He got that, that chainmail shirt, which is great, right? Like, he's got some stuff, but does he have a big group of people? Does he have a website? Does he have all the support? No. I love Tolkien for this. Where does it start? Don't get it all figured out and organized and then decide to do it. It starts with what? A willing heart. I'll do it. I got it. I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'll do it. Right? A willing heart. Jesus says, hey, follow me. Okay. <laughs> They drop their nets and they just go, right? Like, it starts with the yes. What God can do with that yes is amazing, right? Can Frodo do this alone? Is he meant to do it alone? He'd be foolish to think he could do it. Can you guys, can we do this alone? No, and this is the part of the class why I have 10 more minutes. I'm glad all of you did not raise your hand. It's hard when nobody does. <laughs> but are you all Frodo's? No, you, I, you shouldn't all be raising your hands. You're not all a Frodo. And even some of you who raise your hands really aren't Frodo's, but maybe you are, I don't know, right? Like, it takes at least one person to be like, I'll figure this out. Anybody? Right? Some of you are Frodo's and you didn't raise your hand, whatever, it's my class, no big deal. But here, let's keep watching. This is the key. He says yes, and then what happens, right? He says yes.
another way. Is that another way? I'm See, look. Jim Holtrop's gonna help out. Isn't that great? <laughs> and Jeff Brook. See? He's gonna help out. It's really nice. Luke, Luke Regan, Sean McCallum, they're all gonna help out, right? Come on. Does he have to do it alone? No, you get Brad Musso, Brad Thornton, right? This is indeed through the council. And condolence And Ben Sawyer is gonna help, right? <laughs> Come on, right? <laughs> No, indeed, it is hardly possible to separate. I don't know so who my Mary Pippin is. Who should they be? You guys can think of Mary. Who are those guys, right? They're going to help. Does he have to do it alone? Mr. Paul, yes! Yes! Totally. Love it. He's like, yep, thanks. Mr. Skiba. <laughs> you are the fellowship. You're the fellowship of the ring, right? Some of you raised your hand. And some of you need to what? Some of you need to bear the burden. Keep it going. Remind people of how important it is, and you're going to see it done. And some of you are designed to do that. You're made to carry the heart of the issue. Again, Sarah Ali, she didn't know how to make a website. She wasn't necessarily an expert sewer, but she wanted to end sex trafficking. She wanted to help these women, so she did. She did something about it, right? Some of you are leaders. You really are Aragorn. Ladies, men in the room who are leaders. You lead and you, you, yeah, without trying, people follow you and sit by you and do what you say. You can't turn it off. It's a dump. And some of you signed up for Project Lead because you're leaders. Some of you signed up for Project Lead and you're not leaders, and so you learned that you're not. So there you go. Go ding, right? But wait, 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 I still got six minutes. Hang in there. Let me at least finish the thought here. Some of you are not leaders, and you've had your whole life mom and dad telling you to lead, your teachers telling you to lead, the administration telling you to lead, and you're not a leader. Guess what? You don't have to lead. Okay? It's okay. I'm really tired and frustrated that we push so much on leadership. Some of you are Sam. You like to cook. You like to be a friend. You don't want the credit. You just want to help. So guess what you can be? Hmm. Uh, so we need good food for the journey. <laughs> Some of you like to make people laugh. You like to bring joy. And you're a really good, loyal friend. So be a Mary and Pippin. Some of you are brilliant. You're wizards in the chemistry lab, or with science or physics. Or maybe you have supernatural gifts of healing and miracles and signs and wonders. And we need to create a space for you to use your gifts, like Brother Ben, right? But not everybody's like that. Some of you are incredibly visionary. You can see, you can walk on snow, whatever. Right? But you have precision. So, some of you 
are like Boromir. You just want to get the job done. You're just going to work hard and get it done. And do we need people like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, some of you are like Gimli, and you're just going to cut through all that red tape, <laughs> cut people off at the knees. You're fiercely loyal. You love to fight. You're really good at it, right? I don't want to be the Bible teacher who says you all have to be an Aragorn and a Frodo. I actually despise that. It's super frustrating because you're not all that, right? Mm -hmm. We're all different. It's body of Christ. How many different gifts are there? Look around the room. Please be you. We need you on the journey. Find out what your gift is. Find out what your strength is and then be awesome at it. You know what's so cool? These guys are all amazing at what they do. And they don't envy each other. They love each other. And they work through these amazing, they get it done. They, they do it, right? It's awesome. We have five more minutes. There's still one more lesson that I want to leave you with. What breaks my heart, I've taught high school for 20 years. It breaks my heart when I see some of you who are Sam's, picture Sam trying to be Aragorn. I'm going to grow up my hair. You know, I want to be king. What would happen? Would we gain another Aragorn? No. Could Sam be Aragorn? No. We wouldn't gain another leader <coughs> like Aragorn, and we would lose who? Our person. We'd lose Sam. If Sp Sam spends all his time trying to be somebody else, he's not being himself. There's so many of you who are Aragorns, you're leaders, but you'd rather be a Pippin. Stop. Be a leader. Be a really good one. We'll lose a leader, and believe me, we're not gaining a Pippin when you're not being who you are. But some of you are Gimli's, but you want to, you know, you, all the girls like Legolas with his long hair, so I'm going to try and be a Legolas with the bow. But really, you're just a good fighter, and you're fierce, and you're loyal, and you're not an elf. So stop trying to be one. The reason why I can come in so strong on this is I see it. I watch it, and I actually did it when I was in high school. Let's figure that out. Be you. Be who God made you to be. Find out your gifts and abilities. Find out what you love to do, and then add that to the journey. Because A, you'll have fun. <laughs> they have a blast. And B, you'll be more effective and <coughs> successful, right? And if you're going to be a leader or a Frodo, make sure you get a good group of different people with different gifts and abilities and different personalities, right? And by the way, is this a gender issue? Not at all. Nine girls could easily destroy this ring, right? The reason why he does that is he, doesn't, he wants to take the romantic side off the epic journey. That's why he takes that off. Because right, it, it would turn into Twilight or something if we had the guys and the girls <laughs> for an hour, you know, a year and a half traveling together. Right? You know, this isn't a gender thing. This is how can you be you and use your gifts and abilities to fight the things that we just talked about in our world? Fair enough? Thanks for listening. There's no homework on that. Like, this is, this is, we, we stepped off of the class grid here where I hopefully are inspiring you to really take this worldview thing to heart and not just rest in the grace like Jeff Brooke taught us.
yeah, you've got the grace. Good. So now what are you going to do about it? How are you going to bring the kingdom in here and now? Are you willing to follow Christ to go destroy the works of the enemy, literally, in our world, and use your gifts and abilities, right? Fair enough? Have a great day. See you guys Friday. You shall be the fellowship of the ring. Where are we going? I love it. <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> what was that? So that was a good line to end on. I know, it was a great line. And then we end up with the orc battle because it's his skips. I love that. Where are we going? I like the look afterwards. I hate my twin. So great. All right. Dude, those two look okay. Like, they look but you know, awesome. 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 I don't know if you want to do another one on Friday or something. Oh, I'll do another one on Friday. Yeah, do it. I might like get one or one more done. And I'll just build off of that tone. Thanks. I had a vision of it. You nailed it. Does that work? Oh, perfect. Better than I thought. Like, I love how you wrote that out. Because imagine if you had that. You're opening up. Okay, act one, scene one, turn the page. Guy. Oh. I'll do is I'll I'll figure that out I'll figure that out but that now I at least have an idea framework for it um, it was cool to have that guy explain that yesterday night he's like what I needed is just something that tells us what the lessons are for like why they're in there oh we can do that at least we got Johnny it in at the Sullivan, end please come to the front office also hey, yeah. all we'll of Mrs. Burgess yes. and Mrs. Grant's advisory call very briefly so yeah, grab you grab your lunch, lunch if you need to, or whatever. You go, girls. Huh? Exactly. Like, come on. Someone's got to say it. You don't ask. I mean, you will naturally oh, I know it's when you. It's all good. You good? When you use your gift away today, you don't have to be the king. You don't have to be the unicorn. You don't have to be the president of the company. Right? Go, go. Cheers. Do you have to read The Hobbit before this class?